1: There is no doubt and no reservation that God's Word is relevant to us today as ever before. Maybe if we're struggling in life, we need to look to God's Word, see its relevance, and help us with our decisions and our struggles. Would you not agree? Thank you to our Jay Webb, and greetings to you, everyone. And you know, friends, there are eternal truths that are relevant today we can rest assured that eternal truth overrides the falsehoods in the world and will allow the way for one to be an overcomer. How about 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 that says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be perfect or complete thoroughly furnished unto all good works dear friends all we need is the word of god we will also parallel second peter 3 or rather second peter 1 verses 3 and 4 according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises By these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, dear friends, if God's divine power hath given unto us all things, then there's nothing else we need, all things that pertain unto life and godliness. It's through the knowledge, through those promises, we can be partakers, and that is within the Scripture, the Word of God. There is no doubt and no reservation that God's Word is relevant to us today as ever before. Those that may affirm otherwise are not looking for its divine direction or God's glory, rather, but their own desire and their own glory. Dear friends, let me mention something here. Sometimes we have individuals that will say, Well, I am on my own spiritual journey. Or, I'm a spiritual person, but I'm not very religious. Dear friends, in Galatians 6, verses 1 and 2, Paul does not draw a distinction of a spiritual person from a religious person, nor a spiritual person from a Christian. I have found that sometimes those that are on their own so-called spiritual journey are wanting to do things their way and not God's way. Let's think on these things. It was some years ago, I was blessed with a class of college age, uh, singles, young marrieds, young professionals, whatever you wish to call them, pretty much late teens, early 20s, and so on. And within one of our sessions, we had an assignment that asked, name a promise or a truth that is most relevant in your life today. The answers by this special group of an average age of about 20, were simply amazing. We had two small whiteboards in the classroom, and we began to fill up both of those whiteboards with truths that were relevant in their lives. We looked them over. We discussed them. And I remember developing lessons with them, and looking back, I'm thinking, well, a lesson is worth preaching once, is worth bringing forth through our avenue of the International Gospel Hour. And today we're going to look at a couple of them and seek out some other broadcasts. You may find this same theme. The word relevant means that it bears upon or connects with the matter in hand, what is pertinent and what is fitting. And dear friends, the Word of God is always relevant in our lives. And these truths we're going to talk about today and these truths that are relevant in their lives will also be relevant in our lives. But first... Here is another study that is relevant that we think that you will enjoy. We have something very special we'd like to send to you.
0: We at International Gospel Hour are honored to offer a free bimonthly publication to send your way. For over 30 years, the Gospel Gleaner has provided sound biblical studies in a periodical format. It's published six times every year, and subscriptions are always free. Just go to GospelGleaner.com and sign up for either the mail or email version. Be sure to post in the comments box that you heard it from the International Gospel Hour. Again, for a free subscription of the Gospel Gleaner, just sign up at GospelGleaner.com.
1: Let's continue our studies. Eternal truths that are still relevant. How about this one? HOPE Listen to what Paul told the Christians in Rome in Romans 8 and verse 24. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? What is embraced in this hope that will save an individual, or this hope that was saving these Christians in Rome? We're going to just peruse Romans 8 for the next few moments. In verse 1, we learn that there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. So there's no condemnation in Christ. We understand that one is in Christ, and we note from Galatians 3, verse 27, Romans six three through six that one is baptized into Christ. When one is in Christ, it's the same as being in the church of Christ, the church that belongs to Christ. When we're in Christ, we're in his church, the church that he purchased. Acts twenty twenty eight. The church one reads of in the New Testament. So as we are in Christ, it's interesting that when we study the phrase in Christ, what is in Christ is also in His church, and what is in His church is also in Christ. There is that hope. What else is embraced in this hope that we note from Romans 8.24? We go back up to verse 2, that one is free from the law of sin and death. You see, there's the law of grace, there's the law of the Spirit of salvation, and the law of sin and death. I do not want to be convicted by the law of sin and death. It's too horrid. I look at verse 9 of Romans 8 and see how the Spirit of God is within one that is a Christian. How the Spirit dwells within the Christian. And also how Christ is within the Christian. Romans 8 and verse 10. I drop down to verse 14 and see that we are led by the Spirit of God. Dear friends, when we look at the Word of God and we say we need the Spirit of God to help us understand the Word, we must be careful on that because if we need the Spirit of God to help us understand the Word, and the Christian has the Spirit of God within them, and we are led by the Spirit of God, then how does the world that doesn't have the Spirit of God understand His Word? I submit to you that as the Word is the sword of the Spirit, according to Ephesians chapter 6, that the Word inspired of the Spirit, 2 Timothy 3.16, as well as 2 Peter 1, verses 20 and 21, the Word is sufficient to guide others. We are led by the Spirit of God, and the Word of God is the tool that is used that leads us. Verse 14 says, those with hope are the sons of God. Verse 17 says, those that with hope are joint heirs with Christ. And then there is an attitude in verses 18-23 through 23 that talks about how one will suffer, but we long for a better life. We do not allow the suffering to deter us. We allow the suffering to help us learn a little more and rely more upon God. That is why... There is hope, that beautiful desire plus expectation that is confident only in Christ. Not hope in our lives, but hope in Christ. It's an anticipation grounded in acceptation. And that brings us to Hebrews 6 and verse 19 that speaks of that hope that we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. An eternal truth that is still relevant And that is hope. And we have another one in just a moment. The International
0: Gospel Hour app is available for your iPhone or Android. Go to the App Store for iPhones and Google Play for your Android. Search International Gospel Hour and download our app absolutely free. You can have access to our website, social media, podcasts, our YouTube channel, and other resources all by the touch of your finger in the palm of your hand. Please download the International Gospel Hour app today.
1: Eternal truths that are still relevant. How about this one? Romans 8:28, Knowing that all things work together for good to them that love God, who are the called according to His purpose. Notice three words with me. Love, called, and purpose. We love God because He first loved us, 1 John 4:19, loving us and that He sent Jesus to die for us, John 3 verse 16 and Romans five verses 6 through 10. Notice the word called that we are called according to the gospel message. It is that message that reaches out to us and calls us to be obedient to His will. Called according to His gospel in 2 Thessalonians 2:14, and called to be justified and glorified, as we note later in Romans 8, verse 30, and His purpose, individuals who are formed in Christ, according to Galatians 4, verse 19. You see, dear friends, the latter part is in place and it is secured. God has a message that will call us and we will be according to His purpose. So the first part is viewed in the proper way. All things work together for good to them. That love God. Now, we didn't say everything was going to be fine, but we must trust that all things will work together for good. Oh, the relevancy of these two eternal truths, hope and loving God, to be the called according to His purpose. Dear friends, there's nothing more than we want than the assurance of heaven and that we can be called by the gospel message, which teaches us to believe in Him with all of our hearts, repent of our sins, confess Christ and be buried with Him in baptism. Let's study our eternal truths again another time, shall we? Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening.
0: Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, InternationalGospelHour.com.